Good morning. Great to see you all sat out there. Um, welcome. Welcome to our service this morning. Um, we're going to spend some time worshipping together in this special place. Not, it's not a special place because of any other reason other than you're here this morning. So thank you for being here. Um, we're going to worship our Father together. We're going to worship His Son together. And I hope and pray that in doing so we will be drawn closer together as a family and closer to Him. Let's begin our service this morning um, by singing our praise. And this, this hymn for me really is kind of an opening prayer for us. Um, it, it talks about the, the confidence that we can have coming here to worship the Almighty God. Uh, thy throne, although it is so high, we know to be a throne of grace. In confidence we now draw nigh and worship at the meeting place. Oh, meet with us, reveal thy power, send down thy blessing from above, that in this peaceful, solemn hour, and some of it might be solemn, some of it might not be solemn, but in this, this peaceful hour we're going to spend together, we each may feel thy wondrous love. So would you stand and, and sing this with me? Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this, our family, who we meet together with this morning, um, your children, uh, each one of us chosen by you and special to you. And Father, we, we just thank you for this, this opportunity to meet together in peace and in safety, to, to give you our honor, give you our praise, um, to praise your glory, to praise your glorious grace. And Lord, we, we know we're very well blessed um, in this place. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for meeting with us. And we pray that we will feel closer to you at the end of this morning, that we will feel closer to each other, and that we will feel closer to your lovely Son as we uh, remember what he's done for us, what you've done for us, um, and how special we are in your sight. Lord, please bless us and be with us and fill us with your Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. I haven't seen Mark and Elaine today, uh, and I forgot to mention last week that Elaine was suffering quite badly from a bad back, if, if you hadn't already noticed. So uh, I hope they're, um, they're not missing from here because she's suffering even more than usual. But I think we need to keep her in, in our care and concern and our thoughts and prayers too. Um, there is, appears to be some good news. I've seen Ewald here today, and I know he was very unwell last week, so I presume you're pretty much fully recovered. Good, pleased to see you then. Liz, how is Pete? So that's nearly two weeks of uh, feeling really bad for Pete and uh, so we, we hope that he'll be fully recovered and back with us as soon as possible. Um, Jack actually uh, suffered from a similar um, episode of illness over last weekend and he seems to be fully recovered. Uh, having seen him this morning, he was heading off to Macclesfield so that's good news as well. And it's great, Gladys, to see you with us. I know you weren't well last week. I'm sure you're still suffering from many of your ailments. But it is good that you can be here with us and it's lovely to share fellowship with you, Gladys. And Anne Wishart especially asked me to say a thank you to everyone. Um, it's difficult to get round to everybody in the meeting and say thanks for the support and care and concern for her. Um, so she wanted to say a thank you to all of you. So I'll pass that on. Um, I'm sure you'll get a chance to speak to her later. 
Those are all the welfare announcements that I'm aware of. So is there anything else that you would like me to include in a prayer in a moment? Okay, if you just bow your heads, then we'll, uh, we'll approach our Heavenly Father again. Father, we, as always, bring everybody in this room before you and all those that can't be in this room as well. Because although there are things that we know about and things that we say in front of each other, there are also things that are hidden and things that we don't want to say in front of each other and that sometimes those are the things that hold us back the most in terms of our coming close to you. So we bring all of our brothers and sisters in front of you now and ask that you will search all of our hearts and bring mercy where mercy is needed and show your grace in our lives and where we need the touch of your love because we don't feel it all the time from those around us then I pray that you will be there showing your love to us I pray that you will prompt us all to be true brothers and sisters to each other looking out for each other and concerned for each other and caring in ways that we do but also filling the gaps in the ways that we normally don't Father we particularly think about Nancy and about Elaine and about Pete and we ask for their continued recovery and that you'll bring them back to us. And we thank you for Jack and Ewald and for Gladys. And we know that Gladys suffers continually and still makes it here and makes us sometimes feel ashamed at our lack of attendance. So, Lord, we thank you for her and the, the strength that she is to all of us. And Father, we seem to be talking about baptisms a lot. And that's a great thing because it is people being won by you and for you. And so we thank you for what went on last night at Sale. For bringing Josh Bullock close to you. And we thank you for bringing Sarah close to you as well. And we pray that everything goes well next weekend and that she has a great start in her life with you. And we pray that for all of us, you will help us to grow closer to you in our lives with you. And for it to be obvious to everyone that we see and that we talk to, that we are growing closer to you day by day. Amen. Thanks, Steve. Um, we're going to read together now. We're going to read from Psalm 33. Fabulous psalm of praise. And uh, Janet's going to lead that for us. So, Psalm 33. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make music to him on the ten-stringed lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully 
and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is, is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Thank you, Jan. I just think that's a, a fabulous psalm. The Lord who made the heavens and starry hosts and who looks down on all mankind um, considers everything that we do um, it wants to deliver us from death and, and he loves us and uh, I thought that was a, a nice introduction to our next um, couple of songs. We're going to praise that great God together. We're going to sing Who Can Know the Mind of Our Creator. This is the God who's, who's created every speck of dust, but also the whole universe, which is bigger than we can imagine. Um, and it's the God who has seen, as we sing in the third verse, the end from the beginning, who has been before the world began, but who's reached out to us within our darkness. Um, and we, we see his mercy. We, we sing and we stand in awe of our God. So would you stand together, please? What a privilege, isn't it, to be here in the presence of his light. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. My theme this morning is um, us being chosen. 
I'm sure everybody remembers from school days and, and after that um, the whole thing where you're playing a game and you pick teams at the start. Um, and for some that's, uh, that's an experience that goes off without any embarrassment and for others um, it's an excruciating experience, isn't it? Uh, on a Monday night when we play football um, we don't do it like that, we just kind of divide up into teams. But I know that if we did pick two captains and have them picking teams, I, I suspect that I would be the last one picked each week. And I get... We have, we have a team that wears no bibs and a team that wears yellow bibs. And I've got around the potential problem there by buying myself a yellow top so that basically everybody has to join me. And... No, on a joke aside, we don't we don't um, have any issues on a Monday night with that. But uh, you know, it is something that a lot of us have experienced in our youth—the the humiliation of being picked last. And I, I remember telling a story about must be about 15 years ago now. Um, of when Becky and I were on a youth weekend, uh, and there was a rounders game to happen, and teams were picked in the traditional way, um, and there was a young girl who was the last to be picked and was absolutely devastated by it. Um, she said that she said afterwards that throughout her entire school life she was always the last to be picked and that she thought she'd never ever have to go through that again and particularly would never have to go through it at a youth weekend. Um, and she felt um, unwanted and of no value and of no importance. And as it happens all the time in all walks of life and uh, it can be very humiliating can't it that's not how it is with God fortunately our God does not work like that um, he has chosen us all and there's no rank or order to that um, and I've asked Liz now to come and read Ephesians 1 um, verses 1 to 14 which I looked at initially because it, it talks about us being chosen, the verses that I've just read, but actually it's so full of amazing things. I thought we've got to do um, the whole 14 verses. So, Liz, thank you. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfilment to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head 
even Christ. In him, we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. In order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Thank you, Liz. We're God's possessions. He's chosen us. And he's, he's not done it out of sympathy, has he? He's not like he said to his angels, oh, he's going to cry if we don't choose him. He's done it in his wisdom. We just read that. It's God's wisdom that we uh, have been chosen, predestined from the beginning to be a part of his kingdom. And uh, he's not going to change his mind. He's guaranteed it. He's marked us um, with a seal, his Holy Spirit, guaranteeing our inheritance for when Jesus comes back. For his, for his possessions. Um, I was reading, no I wasn't, I was listening to the radio um, the other day about, uh, it was a lady who worked for an auction house for kind of memorabilia. And it just struck me that um, everyday, simple everyday things suddenly take on an enormous value if they have been associated with or belong to somebody um, famous or important. And you know, there's all sorts of examples. She was talking about um, Beatles memorabilia um, and the ridiculous amounts of money that, that they can be sold for. Um, and a forthcoming sale of Eric Clapton's guitars that was going to make a huge amount of money for charity, which is a great thing. Um, but the same, the same thing applies to us. Because we, we now belong to somebody important, uh, we, we are valuable in his sight. We have been chosen, as we just read, to be adopted into his family. Um, and it says three times in that passage that Liz read um, that that is to the praise of his glory. That's, that's what an amazing thing it is. That we've been chosen um, is praise of his glory and of his grace. And it says that three times. We might, we might feel sometimes of no value um, and of no importance. We might even feel unwanted at times. Um, but the fact is, we belong to God. He's chosen us. And that makes us really, really special. We are chosen by the King. I'd like you to um, listen to a song now that uh, I just think is beautiful. Um, the words are going to come up so you can see... Um, what the song's about and then at the end um, some pictures and some thoughts of mine that uh, I'd like to just see and meditate on perhaps so um, enjoy
Being chosen by the king doesn't um, doesn't necessarily mean an easy ride, though, does it? You'll have seen John Bernani up there. Um, God's plan for him was that he returned to the Democratic Republic of Congo, um, which is a country that should be very well developed. It has enormous mineral wealth, but it's been torn apart and brutally traumatised. Uh, basically by human greed and by um, factions. And he's gone back there and he's doing God's work. Um, still manages to be a sharp dresser. 
but um, the conditions that he lives in, uh, not what he would choose, I think. The other brother that you saw um, is also a friend of mine. He was uh, a high-ranking Air Force officer before he found Christ, um, and he's now a second-hand clothes salesman, scraping together a living, selling clothes at a, a roadside market store, um, trying to provide for his family. Um, he suffers from being a member of the wrong tribe in the wrong part of his country, um, and he and his family have suffered, suffered ethnic violence um, during the post-election rioting a few years ago. Twice, he's had his um, his business taken off him, um, and his home looted. He lost a son to AIDS, and. Uh, He and his wife are HIV positive. Um, but they're highly favoured. All of them are highly favoured because they're chosen, because they belong to God. You're chosen. We're chosen. And as, um, as Liz read to us, if you've heard his call and if you've accepted his gift of grace, you are highly favoured um, because you belong to God. You belong to Christ. And it's a fabulous message. You also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory. Let's praise him again. Let's sing together um, another two songs. committing ourselves um, to him and, and thanking him for that uh, he's chosen us into your hands I commit again all I am for you Lord you hold my world in the palm of your hand and I'm yours forever and then we'll sing uh, to be in your presence Father to sit at your feet where your love surrounds me and makes me complete this is my desire in love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he's freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. We're going to remember that free gift now we're going to remember Jesus' death um, and his resurrection we're going to celebrate with the bread and the wine um, what he's done for us and that glorious grace that we've been given and we're going to sing together first Jesus Christ I think upon your sacrifice many times I've wondered at your gift of life and I'm in that place once again Father God I come again to to meet with you and with each other to remember the riches of your grace and Father as I get older the more the more I understand your wisdom and understanding 
that you used to lavish this grace on us with. Father, thank you that you brought us here today to remind us that we need to be reminded. And it's not about us. It's not about us with gritted teeth trying to serve you more and more in our own strength. What's good about being chosen is not that we're chosen, not the reasons we were chosen because of who we are, but because of who chose us. And this act that you call us to remember reminds us that it's not about us. Jesus, we come to remember your selfless act. An act that we can only begin to understand. You made yourself nothing. Jesus, as we take this piece of bread and as we think now, as we focus on you, help us to to be the same as you. God, it's a scary thing to ask to be like you, to be like someone who makes themselves nothing. I don't really think I can do it, Lord. Help us, Lord. Because we've been shown what a beautiful thing thing it is to bow before the Father to serve you Lord thank you for this bread in the name of Jesus, Amen just a simple little thing sharing a piece of bread but remembering the biggest gift of love ever given I pray, Father, that the eyes of our hearts will be enlightened in order that we may know the hope to which we've been called, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength you exerted when you raised Jesus from the dead. Every moment of every day, Lord, we choose to serve you. You chose me. You chose us before the foundations of the world. In whatever way you do it, Father, Remind me, remind us of that fact every day and help us choose, as Jesus did, to love you, to serve you, to walk with you, to share with you. And as we share this wine together, help it bond us together in that pledge.
Thank you, Father. Amen. And just a small sip of wine to remember Jesus' blood shed to forgive our sins. Thank you for being here. It's felt special this morning because you're here. Thank you uh, to my excellent band and to everybody else who's helped. Uh, We're going to close our service in prayer after we've sung um, a song of celebration, um, just kind of reflecting on what we've been thinking about. Uh, Can you hear him calling? Because he's chosen you to be his. Jesus loves the church. You are the children of the Lord your God. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Father, we thank you that not only have you chosen Abraham and Isaac and Israel, but through Jesus you have chosen us. And Father, we thank you that we have heard Jesus calling us as individuals to be your children. And Father, we offer up now this prayer of thanksgiving. We give thanks that we were able to witness a baptism yesterday in Salem. We thank you that Josh has heard Jesus calling his name. We thank you that hopefully next week we will see the same thing when Sarah takes on the saving name of your son. We thank you that both Josh and Sarah have been and will be welcomed into your family. We thank you that we are part of your family. A family that exists not only here in Manchester and not only here in this country, but all over the world, in the Congo, in Kenya. And Father, we thank you that we are all united, united by the simple fact that you so loved the world, that you gave your only Son, that you love us, and that you have chosen us to be your treasured possession. And Lord Jesus, we do believe in you. That is our declaration. We belong to you. And what an amazing thing it is just to be able to say those words. Because if you hadn't taken the cross, if you hadn't loved us with that unconditional love, we wouldn't be able to stand here and say that we belong to you. But we do, and it's because of you. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this time that we've shared together this morning. And most of all, we thank you that you have chosen us to be with you in eternity. Amen.